Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. This week, the Catholic Church celebrates the Feast of St. John Paul II, the great Pope of our time. And I don't know if you've ever had a chance to meet him, but uh, I want to just have you imagine for a moment. Just imagine you actually had a chance to have a meeting with him. Maybe it was in confession or maybe it was spiritual direction. And imagine after you share a little bit about what's going on in your life right now. What are some of the things troubling you? What are some of the things that are weighing you down in life? Imagine if he looks you in the eye and says these words, be not afraid, be not afraid, open wide the doors to Christ. What would those words mean to you? What are you afraid of right now? What are some of the things that uh, you're anxious about that's maybe holding you back from giving your life more to Christ or entrusting these matters, these difficulties to him more? What's keeping you from opening the door more in your heart to him? Not just a little crack open, not just halfway open, but what's holding you back from opening wide the door of your heart to Jesus Christ? That's what I want to look at in this week's podcast as we are going to consider these words that St. John Paul II actually spoke. Uh, it was his first words as Pope. Uh, it, was, it comes from his opening homily at his installation mass way back in October of 1978. And we're going to look at it in this week's edition of All Things Catholic. So welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Edward Sree. And we're going to do something new this week. I'm really excited. I've never done this before with the podcast. We're going to offer a free bonus episode this week. Yes, my friends, it's going to be a free extra bonus episode. And it's going to be all about St. John Paul II. Today, we're going to look at this one quote and apply it to our lives. But if you want to learn more about who John Paul II was, uh, we, we did a, a special edition on three historic moments in the life of JP2. And that was hard because you could pick dozens and dozens of them. But I just chose three that really impacted the world. And some of these stories you might have heard about before, but I, I'm sure you're going to get a lot more in-depth information about that because I'm going to share some of my own personal experiences with JP2. I'm also going to share with you some inside stories uh, from cardinals that knew him and really talk about how he did these three things that really impacted the world uh, to this day. And there are three things that we can actually take in our own lives and apply and have an impact on the world around us. Many times we can just look at the world and say, wow, we're against all odds. It's really dark and the culture is really declining. And is there any hope for the church today? And John Paul II lived in even darker times. And he was an instrument to bring light in that darkness. What can we learn from those three historic moments in his life? for our own challenges in battling the darkness in our world today. That's what we'll, you'll get in the free bonus episode that is exclusive to everyone who is a subscriber to the All Things Catholic show notes. And those are free show notes. I know many of you have already subscribed. Anyone can get them. So you have time right now. You can go to ascensionpress.com slash allthingscatholic. Again, ascensionpress.com slash allthingscatholic. And there you can subscribe to the free show notes that will come in your inbox every week. You'll get a little more information about every episode. And if you subscribe here later this week, you can get the free bonus episode that is exclusive to all the subscribers to the All Things Catholic show notes. So again, go to ascensionpress.com slash allthingscatholic. Again, ascensionpress.com slash allthingscatholic. 
for the free show notes and this free bonus episode this week. But let's turn back to this quote. I want to read it to you. And it's such a moving moment here. So here we have this new pope from Poland, and he's giving his first words to the world as pope. Listen to what he says. Brothers and sisters, do not be afraid to welcome Christ and accept his power. Do not be afraid. Open wide the doors for Christ. Do not be afraid. So John Paul II had this sense that many people in our modern world are afraid. They're anxious. And isn't that true? I think it's even more so today. How many people live in fear? They live in anxiety. They, they, they feel so many pressures in life and they're anxious about their work. They're anxious about success. They're anxious about their relationships. They're anxious about what other people think of them. They're anxious if they're missing out on things. They're anxious about, they don't want to be lonely. They're anxious about their, their dreams for their family. There's so much anxiety that plagues the modern world. And if we're honest, it's not just the world out there. Because we breathe in this modern world. We've been affected by this modern world, haven't we? I bet you feel anxious sometimes as a Christian. I bet you feel anxious about things. Listen to what Jesus says about anxiety. There's one of my favorite quotes from the Gospel of St. Matthew, and it comes in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus says, Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious about your lives, what you will wear, what you will eat. Do not be anxious about this. Seek first the kingdom. Trust that, in other words, Jesus is saying, trust that God is going to take care of you. I, I think this is a great little, little practical insight for our lives. And John Paul II is putting his finger right on the same point. You know, whenever we find ourselves worried about something excessively, I mean, it's good to have concern and plot through and think through things, but sometimes we get, we get these burdens that are weighing on our heart, right? And sometimes maybe you feel just worried and anxious about something. Maybe it's a situation at work. Maybe it's about something happened with one of your kids or one of your schools. Maybe it's a relationship that you're in and, and or maybe it's finances, you know, or what's your next step in life going to be in And it's just weighing us down. Whenever we have that kind of anxiety in our hearts, that's, that's like a sign that something's a little bit off. You know, it's kind of like the check engine light. Do you ever see that come on in your car? When the check engine light goes off in your car, that's a sign that something is off. You, you need to you need to check the engine. And and when you sense that anxiety in your life, that's a sign that something is off spiritually. It's a sign that you're you're too attached to something, maybe, or it's a sign that you're not really trusting God with your life, or uh, it's a sign that you want too much control in your life and you're not really letting God be the one guiding you. Uh, and so Jesus makes that point, you know, don't be anxious, seek first the kingdom. And I think many times when we experience this anxiety in life, it's because we're not opening wide the doors to Jesus. So here's what I want you to do. You know, I, I, I want you to, I want you right now to think about one area in your life, one area that you're really anxious about right now. Again, maybe it's a situation at work, a situation at your parish or in your home or in a certain relationship you know, or some big decision you have to make. What, what's one area right now that you are anxious about, that you're afraid, you're afraid about it? And then I want you to encourage you to take some time today to just talk to Jesus about it. Just name it. Name that fear. Just, it's okay just to go to Jesus and admit it. That's actually a really good thing instead of just being plagued by anxiety, plagued by fear. 
Name the fear. Tell Jesus, Jesus, I'm really worried about this. Don't just pray to Jesus. Jesus solved the problem, but actually just talk about maybe it's not the problem out there, the thing at work or the thing in your family life that God wants to work on first and foremost. Maybe there's something in your heart that he wants to work on. Maybe you're too attached to something, or maybe you're not ordering your life the proper way, and that's why you have all this anxiety. There might be something in you. So before he fixes the problem out there, maybe there's something he wants to fix in your heart. I know that's the experience that I have many times where when I get anxious and I'm worried, I'm thinking, how do I solve that problem? How do we fix this? And and then I have to just pause, you know, later on. And I realize, no, Lord, what is it that you want to do in me? Yeah, I'll still try to think about that problem. I'm going to talk about that with you later. But I, I think I think you're wanting to point out some weakness in me, something you're trying to address in my own heart, Lord. And so I think that's a, a wonderful thing to do, to just name your fear, to talk to Jesus about that fear and just admit, Lord, I'm weak. Lord, I'm wondering, I think I'm too attached this is how I wanted this project at work to go through and it's not going through or I, I don't like this situation in the office or uh, this is, you know, the struggle. I'm really worried about one of my kids. Whatever that is, name that fear. Talk to Jesus about it. That's the beginning of you finding the peace that comes in Jesus. That's the first step toward opening your heart more, opening the door of your heart more to Christ. Tell Jesus about your anxieties and then ask him, say, Lord, I don't want to be anxious. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be enslaved by my fears. I don't want to, 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 to be too controlling, you know, because that's often what the cause of fear and anxiety is. It's control. I'm controlling something. I, I think that this is what's going to make me happy. Uh, I think I absolutely need this to be fulfilled. And if this happens, my life will be a disaster. And I'm too attached to certain things of this world, certain, you know, way people look at me, the a certain position I have, a certain reputation I have, or um, certain financial situation I have, or whatever it is, I'm too attached to something. And Jesus wants me to let it go and, and to open wide the doors to him, the doors of my heart to him, and not be enslaved to my fear. So really think about your fear, name it, talk to Jesus about it, and then ask Jesus to help you to let go of that control. Tell him, tell Lord, I, I don't want to be so controlling. I, I want to be really open that maybe if you have a different plan, that I, I want to trust you and trust that that plan is better for me than anything I can think of. You know, um, I, I think that's a very important point, by the way, is to, to always remember that. That God's plans, God's dreams are so much bigger than any plan or dream that we can come up with. And we know that that's true. Remember that he is God. He made us. He made the universe. And he does have a real plan for our lives. And when I get too attached to my plan, then I can't experience the abundant blessings that come uh, from, from his plan that is always so much bigger. So many times when I've been personally, like I've been too attached to something and then uh, I fight for it and and then it doesn't work out and I'm all disappointed at first or I'm worried or I'm anxious and then, it, then as the weeks go on or maybe the months go on, all of a sudden I, I look back and I realize, you know, I'm really glad that, that my plan didn't work out because I start to see that, wow, what Jesus opened up here is, is, is so much better. Or, or if I had gone down that other road, I didn't see it at the time, but that, that wouldn't have been the best for me. So really open wide the doors to Christ. You know, this quote is very dear to me personally because um, 
Uh, I've used it so many times ever since my early days as a teacher at Benedictine College. I'd share this with all the college students, encouraging them to surrender their lives to Christ, to put Jesus first, to really seek the kingdom first, open wide the doors for Christ in your heart. And then I would do the same thing with all the focus missionaries and the focus students around the country. Really, I, I turned to this quote so many times, but there was a great moment where God used this quote on me <laughs> personally. I mean, he did many times, but in a big way. It was back in 2006. I was uh, had been teaching at Benedictine College in Kansas there for nine years and loved it. It was an amazing Catholic school and just, uh, just loved the students, loved the faculty, had so many good friends there. Um, and, and my wife and I were very happy, you know, raising our, our first couple of kids there. It was just, just an incredible blessing. And then I started discerning in prayer as I was offered to come to Denver to be closer to focus and the Augustine Institute. And, uh, I, I remember discerning, you know, when it was, should I go? And at first I just didn't want to, I, I loved the idea of focus and I love the idea of the Augustine Institute, but, but I really love Benedict in college and I was pretty settled there. And I, I just thought, yeah, I think I'll probably just stay. But my spiritual director encouraged me, no, no, Ted, really just be at least pray about a little more, be really open to it. And so I did. And the more I prayed about it, the more I was sensing that God wanted me to give up what I loved so much. And he wanted me to be willing to trust him and go out to Colorado where there was a young organization that's just getting started and not, you know, doesn't have a big plan, not a lot of finances. And, you know, yeah, well, well how am I going to support my family? What if the whole thing closes down? Well, you know, God's like, just trust me. <laughs> and and I didn't want to. I wanted to stay in this school that had been around for 150 years. It's not going anywhere. And I was, it was all set and, you know, just, just really, really loved my work there and loved the people there. But more and more, I, I was sensing that God was wanting me to let go of my dream and trust his plan. And I'll never forget the night I went to a Eucharistic Adoration Chapel. And it was a chapel I always prayed in, and I, but I was there late at night. And I was there for many nights in this these couple of weeks as I was wrestling with God and discerning this. And then it struck me while I was there, this quote, be not afraid, open wide the doors to Christ. I remember just sitting there and all of a sudden that quote came to mind. And as soon as I thought of that quote, I said, oh, <laughs> Lord, I know, I know now, I know what you want. And it was just so clear that God wanted me to, to let go, to open wide the doors of Christ, to trust him, to let go of my plan and my dreams and the, all the things I loved and being close to the people I love so much, to, but to go on mission and, and to move to Denver and to trust him that it would all work out. I had good friends here too, but it was all going to be really new and fresh and, and it wasn't sure how it was all going to play out. And, uh, and I remember just sitting there in the chapel. And the key deciding moment for me at that moment was uh, I realized that all these years I have been challenging hundreds and hundreds of students at Bennington College and then on many other campuses at Focus with this quote, to be not afraid and to open wide the doors to Christ. And I knew that if I turned down this call from the Lord and not go to Denver, that I could never stand up before those students again and give that quote. I just knew it. I knew I because I, 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 I knew I would if I wasn't willing to live that out in my own life and truly open wide the doors to Christ and entrust my life really to him in this really big way that I couldn't stand in front of the students and challenge them with this quote. And, and as soon as I realized that I knew 
I knew. And I, I remember I came home from the chapel, it was like one o'clock in the morning and I, and Beth was, you know, in bed and I, I, I come into bed and I said, Hey Beth, I, I think we're supposed to go to Denver. And then she says, Oh, I know. And I go, what do you mean? You know, I've been wrestling this for weeks with, with this for weeks and for months. She goes, Oh no, I, I knew we should go right away, but I knew that you just needed to sort it out with the Lord first. <laughs> so, uh, our, oftentimes I call my wife lady wisdom. She often sees things, uh, uh, from the Lord much quicker than her hard-headed husband does. But but this quote was so important for my life and so many times, but particularly that that critical moment. And as we were approaching this great feast of St. John Paul II this week, I wanted to share with you a quote that's made such a difference in my life. And I pray it can make such a difference in yours. So remember that whatever you, is burdening you right now, whatever you're troubled by, talk to Jesus. You know, kind of that's what I did in the chapel that day. Name that fear and then beg Jesus to to not let you not, not let yourself be controlled by that fear. Beg him to give you the grace to open wide the doors to Jesus Christ in your life. And when you do that, you will find your life may not go in the directions that you had planned and you'd hoped for. But they're going to be so much better and it's going to bless the world. This is another key thing I want to really emphasize here is, you know, it's not just about you. Your life is not just about you and what you do and what, you know, your choices and your plans. When you limit your life and, and you're just controlling everything, it's not only you're you're limiting the blessings God wants to give you personally by keeping the door only partially open in your heart to him. You're limiting the blessings that God wants to bring to the people around you through you, your spouse, your children, your friends, your family. And if you're single, think about your future spouse, your future children too. You know, it's not just about you. You know, that's the thing for John Paul II. He himself opened wide the doors many times in his life. If he didn't radically uh, risk his life to meet in a clandestine group uh, during the Nazi occupation in Poland. If he didn't go to 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 meet with these other lay people for formation, you know, he that was that was the time that he ended up through that process of this small group of other men that he d- ended up discerning eventually to become a priest. If he didn't risk his life to be a part of that small group for faith formation he may have never decided to become a priest. And we could go, oh, wow. Well, he would have missed out on, you know, being a great priest and a great bishop and a great pope. And while, you know, you know, his life would have been different. It's not just his life would have been different. The world would have been different. The world would dramatically be different today. We wouldn't have theology of the body. Just, just think about that. Think about the world without theology of the body today. That's just one great gift that John Paul II gave the world. Well, the Lord gave the world through him. You know, your life, you have no idea what God has in store for you, but say yes to him. Because if you truly open wide the doors to Christ in your life and give up your little dreams and entrust your dreams to his dreams, which are so much bigger and so much better, it not only will be a blessing to you, but it may bless your family, it may bless your friends, may bless your parish, the wider church in ways you can never imagine. It's not just about you. So for the sake of not just your life, but all the people in your life and all the people God wants to touch through you, please Please be not afraid. Open wide the doors to Jesus Christ. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And remember, if you want to get the free episode to learn a little more about St. John Paul II and the three historic moments that really changed the world, you can get that free exclusive bonus episode if you are a subscriber to the show notes. So you can get those free show notes 
Sign up for those today at ascensionpress.com slash allthingscatholic. Again, ascensionpress.com slash allthingscatholic. And you can always reach out to me directly as well on my website, edwards3.com. And you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks for listening and God bless.